Hey, Hirschbachers, welcome back to another episode of Getting Schmidt Done. Uh, happy to be joined by Andy Peter this week. Thanks for joining, Andy. You're welcome. Happy to be here. Andy got a lot of notice. Um, as per usual, Chris Schmidt um, got, what, about two hours, three hours, maybe? Two hours. I'll two. Kind of, we'll give it an hour. Let's right. round it up. Yeah. I think it was two and a half hours. We'll round it up to three. Um, thanks for joining Late Notice, Andy. Um, start off with our safety message. Uh, this has been sent out. Um, just kind of want to talk about it again, though, but it's it's a good one. And back to school safety. Um, we you know, School's starting back up soon. Um, traffic patterns are going to change. There's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot more school buses on the road, clearly. And there's going to be a lot more uh, younger, inexperienced drivers on the road heading to college. So uh, we have to, we have to uh, get some extra attention on, on this stuff. And, you know, I was kind of going through it and it's, it's kind of, it's all six of our safe six, right? But, you know, the slowing down in the school zones, we have to get ready to get to start doing that again. So that's the right speed. Um, uh, obviously, we have to be careful around school buses they're carrying some pretty precious we, we carry some good cargo but i think the what the school buses carry is a little bit more precious cargo than what we got so make sure we make good decisions around them um if we can change you know another one's our get ready if we can change um you know our trip plan to maybe avoid some of those higher traffic areas on certain times of the day when school starts or stops uh that'd be great uh, and then, you know, just the additional traffic congestion, you know, having right site and right space, you know, there's gonna be a lot more traffic out there at certain times of the day. So having the right space and looking far enough ahead, um, we got the seven, seven seconds for the right space, the following distance and the right, right site is as far as, as, as you can look so that you can kind of make the right decisions. So let's make sure we focus on that and kind of get ready, get ourselves ready for a, a pretty a critical time of the year coming up here. Uh, last week, we had 21 preventable accidents over the, on the overall Hirschbach side, uh, which was down from 25 the week before. Uh, so far, we're this week, we're at 14. We're having a better week than we were last week. 14 is still too many, but uh, let's continue to drive that down and let's finish finish the finish the week and weekend strong. Anything you want to add to the safety message, Andy? Uh, no, you know, school zones is a huge one, obviously. Um, you know, high congested traffic areas, right sight, right speed. I mean, yeah, you said it all. Incorporating the safe six, safe six goes into everything like right there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just a quick shout out. We had a few drivers that send in safety messages. If there's anyone out there that wants, would like to be featured as a safety message, send them in to me. Uh, uh, my email is chris.schmidt at hirschbach.com or you guys have my number. It's on the app. So, uh, or you can post it if you want to post it um, on one of the, if it, uh, this goes on social media and stuff, if you want to post it there, we can, we can grab it from there too. So any of those will, will work. Okay. Thank you. I, I like when you guys send those in. Um, next up is anniversaries. Um, celebrating one year this, this week with, with Hirschbach, Anthony Torres, Bobby Priester, Clifton Singletary, Gabriel Correa, Jacob Grant, Jamika Sowell, Jane Santine, Joshua Laws, Louis Gonzalez, Rourke Washington, Tammy Peters, and Troil Singletary. Celebrating two years, Richard Dean, Brandy Sapp, John Camry, and Robert Moore. Celebrating three years, Bailey Samuel, Reginald Lewis, Daniel Beck, Wesley Ivey, and Roy Hinton. Celebrating five years, Michael Robinson, Nakla Still, Richard Trilk, and David Robinson. Celebrating eight years, Jan Duncan, and celebrating 12 years, Ronnie Green. Congratulations. Those are some big accomplishments. Yeah, awesome job. All right, so Andy's joining. Uh, we want to talk a little about uh, the driver leader side of the business. And, uh, you know, obviously 
my opinion, I think the, I assume it's more than just my opinion, but I think the number one way to be successful here at Hirschbach is to have a really good relationship with your driver leader. Uh, when I'm talking to you, the drivers out there and, uh, I mean, they're your voice, they're your voice in the office and, uh, you know, they can go get, make things happen for you. So we, we recognize that, you know, we've made some significant changes to how we handle and treat the driver leader department and um, the dispatch department. And uh, we just kind of want to give you guys a little bit of an update of what we've done and where we're going. So, and we're the, you guys have heard me say this a lot, but you know, the kind of the, the name of the project is the Kingpin, right? You guys all know how important the Kingpin is. And that's kind of what uh, we're, we're driving internally in the office, right? We want the driver leaders to be the Kingpin for any commun communication that comes in. So, you know, our goal is when you have a logs issue or a payroll issue or anything like that, you call your driver leader and they can get you the answer um, instead of you calling the logs department or you calling payroll. And um, so we just want to kind of talk through that a little bit. Um, I think the biggest, the first thing, one of the first things that we did was that we lowered board sizes. So Andy, you want to talk through that a little bit? That there? Yeah, we, uh, you know, we, we were uh, right sizing the fleet, right? And it was, it took an up, we took an opportunity to, um, you know, lower some board sizes, make it a little less stressful some, for some of our driver leaders. Obviously, they always got a lot of plates, plates spinning at the same time during the day. Um, but we wanted to make it easier on them all and you know, th through that, make it easier on you all. Um, you know, being able to communicate and reach your driver leader, talk through some challenges, um, you know, taking the time to pay attention to the details, the smaller things that um, can get easily missed in the day-to-day, -day, you know, hurricane, so to speak, of, uh, of never-ending things to do. Um, but, but yeah, and, you know, one of those things was we, we we're really pushing down um, to really call into the correct phone cues um, for your driver leaders. And um, we're experiencing quite a bit where we're calling the, uh, the, the general cues instead of, and it's going to the, the first available. So if you're not reaching your driver leader on a consistent basis, um, that might be the first place to look just to make sure we're dialing that, dialing that correct number at all times. Yeah, there's, sorry, there's been a few things we've changed on, on our side, but the number one thing you can do is to call your driver's actual phone number, not the queue. And unfortunately, um, you know, we, the, what causes a lot of this change is if your driver leader calls you, it shows up as a number and a lot of you call that number back. And unfortunately, I wish we could change it, but we can't, you can't call that number back. Otherwise it goes to the general queue. So you have to call the specific one. You know, we've challenged our driver leaders and a lot of you to kind of set uh, the driver leader's actual phone number as a favorite in your phone. Um, so that you're kind of just getting into a habit of calling that. And, you know, I will say we've, we've made some significant process with or progress with this. You know, we changed some things internally, changed the kind of the hold time, how it was set up, changed kind of, kind of how, how the cues flowed a little bit, but we've had like a 50% improvement, uh, on the amount of drivers that, uh, reach their driver leader on the first try. So, It'll never, you know, I, we will never get that to 100%, right? There's always going to be PTO. There's going to be breaks. The, your driver leaders are going to be on the phone with, with another driver. But uh, we want to drive that number up for sure. Where it was at was not acceptable. And uh, I wouldn't say we're, we're happy with the number yet, but it's definitely got, getting better. And I think the biggest thing left for us to do is definitely to make sure we're calling the right number when we call in. So we appreciate you guys helping. Let's keep pushing it. It's a, it's a shared goal for sure. Yep, definitely. Yeah, and if there's any questions surrounding that, your driver leader certainly can get you the right the right number to call. They all have it. Um, orientation places we've made sure have, have do all have the correct numbers. Um, it's on their driver app. Yep. yep. 
Um, so, um, yep, that's one. That's probably one of the uh, the last hurdles in that department is getting everyone to, to dial into the queue. So, um, and then you know we we've through the kingpin we also offered some payroll training with the payroll staff, um, some logs training with the log staff, just to better be able to help you um, help our driver leader speak to that with you. Um, you know, reading and understanding settlements um, can can be uh, confusing sometimes, especially if there's, you know, a lot of receipts on a certain one to keep track of or, or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, but we've had some um, some some training surrounding that, um, you know, logs training, um, navigating split breaks, the rules and regulations, the do's and don'ts on yards, things like that. Everything that's, you know, surrounding managing your electronic logs um they're 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 better able to speak to that after this training as well so um no one's an expert in any any single department um but um but they definitely should be your first stop um with any of these issues i I would say for sure yeah we're always gonna have people helping us you know helping the driver leaders with some of these questions but you know for the most part that we we feel like the a good chunk, the majority of them should be able to be answered by your driver leader. And now that the board sizes are the right size and we've done a lot of the training, we're definitely seeing that. I would, I would anticipate and hope that you guys are feeling that, you know, we're seeing it through some of the numbers, you know, the, uh, some of the driver satisfaction with their driver leaders are going up. You know, we're also seeing the phone volumes going down to the, some of those departments that we're talking about. So, um, clearly it's making an impact and, uh, you know, the more that, you know, payroll, for example, the more questions that we can ask and keep the payroll team focused on processing and getting that done accurately, as accurately as possible, the better, right? So we want to, we want to kind of let them focus. It's a pretty important job. We we all want to be paid correctly. Um, So that's, that's kind of a byproduct of what we're trying to do there for sure. Yeah. And, you know, one of the last things um, for this this phase one kingpin is to get our after hours dispatchers um, trained up on the standardized process for going going through the you know the board of drivers and um looking for that those attentions to details and things like that so um those trainings are happening next week so um even our after hour staff is getting that same standardized process training um and then we're gonna slowly um um move into phase two of it which is incorporating um more safety into our driver leaders roles as well um you know, we're, they're not um, losing the safety department or anything like that, but it's it's something that needs to be hit home from every angle. And the the ones that, the, the folks that you have relationships with should definitely be the ones um, that are discussing that with you because they're the ones that, you know, they truly care about you. They want you to be safe. They want the motoring public to be safe. Um, and they want you guys to earn the incentive and make as much money as you possibly can. Um, and that's probably the most controllable way to do it is just to, um, you know, abide by those safe six, make sure we're doing what's what's expected of us out there and um, protecting the motoring public. Yeah, we want to just we want to help augment and enhance, you know, some of the safety coaching that's happening. And, um, you know, you have a, a safety department does a great job. But, you know, I don't even like the, that saying that right. The the safety department, um, you know, we're, we're all the safety department and there should not be only one group that talks about safety. You know what I mean? It should be all of us. So uh, to me, the entire organization, you know, we've made some huge cultural shifts over the past eight months. It's flown by. Um, but, um, 
you know, the living and breathing safety. Our entire organization does it. And we want to, you know, walk the walk there and, um, and not just talk the talk. So the, the driver leaders are definitely going to help enhance some of that. And, you know, we, we need to get better at some of these, you know, we, we are not perfect, you know, we're good, but we want to be, you can't just be good at safety. That's not something that's acceptable to be good at, right? We've got to be excellent at it. And, um, you know, whether it's the, some of the speeding or some of the close quarter stuff, we just have too many things that are, are controllable. You know, so many things outside out there you guys cannot control, but there's a lot of controllable things that we need to work better, get better at and work on. And, you know, the thing that I always look at it, you know, we've got a lot of very tenured and experienced drivers and it doesn't matter how long you've been out there. You can always sharpen the saw. You can always get better at something. You can always learn something new. You know, it just, I'll give you an example of this kingpin training. We've, we had driver leaders that were here 10, 10, 12 years, you know, as long as I have been. And I was trained a different way than someone else was. I mean, we were all kind of doing things a little differently. We, we taught some very tenure, some of our better driver leaders, ways to do things that they're like, oh, wow, this is a lot easier than when, than the way I was doing it, right? So everyone can, can learn, everyone can get better. And so this is just kind of to help enhance that and we and help us take the next step for sure. So I'm excited. It's something that uh, we've wanted to do for a, for a while and I think it's the right thing to do. And I think you guys will see a lot better results um, and have just a better relationship with your driver leader, um, with, with how we, how we work this out for sure. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the phase two. Anything else you want to talk about with phase two? I think we kind of, I think we're going to, I guess we're going to refine a couple of the, um, there's some additional logs or, or payroll things that we want to go through, but for the most part, you know, and it'll never be done, right? We can all, again, like just what I said, we can always get better. So there's going to be recurring trainings on some of that stuff based on some of your feedback, some of payrolls feedback or some of the logs feedback. So, um, we're always going to keep driving that, but that's kind of the, that's kind of the, um, what we want, want to accomplish for phase two, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't have a whole lot more to add on that. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to getting through phase two. Absolutely. Um, so just want to give you guys a quick update. Uh, you guys are doing a great job sending in pictures of your bills at loaded call. Um, you know, we are doing, we are trending better. We, we've cut out a lot of our temp claims and they still happen. Unfortunately, we had a rough week last week. Um, uh, most of those were not caused by, um, us not being able to track it, but, uh, we've caught a lot. We're probably catching at least three to four that were potential claims uh, on a weekly basis. And uh, we need to keep, that's that's a huge number. And uh, just keep up the great work, keep doing it. And it is making an impact. It might seem like a little bit of a nuisance, um, but you know, the double checking and that we're doing and uh, it is definitely making an impact. So let's keep it up and thank, thank you for doing it. Um, just want to talk freight for a little bit as we, as we wrap up here, miles are trending up, which is good. Andy, I'm sure Andy's excited for that. Um, and we're seeing some capacity crunches across certain areas of our network. You know, it kind of bounces around a little bit. Sometimes it's the Southeast that's tight. Sometimes it's the Northeast, sometimes it's Plains, it's Texas, whatever. But the thing that I would say that was really encouraging to me is overall tenders across the industry are up in July. Um, and you t throw out the COVID year because yeah, any everything that happened that year is you can't you know look at it for uh, to to compare against. But over the past four or five years, not excluding COVID, we've never the tender there's tender shipments. So the amount of shipments that are all the shippers tender the carriers that's never gone up in July, never. And it always goes down, right? The dog days of summer, it's kind of, you kind of get through the 4th of July holiday. Then there's kind of like the slow phase that gets until kind of school comes back. And then when, then things start to pick up again. So I think it's pretty encouraging to see that. Um, there's been some, 
you know, we don't have to dig into some of the, the bankruptcy issues that uh, you guys, I'm sure, have all heard about. But um, we, we, we anticipate a little bit of a capacity shift uh, from that. Maybe some of the spot market um, players in the reefer industry are going to uh, shift over to LTL um, for a little while. So that could tighten up capacity a little bit for us as well. So, you know, we're, we're I think definitely think there's some leading indicators that are going to carry us. And then once we kind of get back to school, it'll, it'll continue to go there. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it can, I think it's a good thing for sure. Yeah. I'm optimistic about where it's going for sure. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not as consistent as we want it to be in certain markets yet, obviously. And, um, there's definitely certain holes to fill within our, within our own network. Um, but it is, you know, it's, it's enlightening. We, we call them, we call them white numbers or overbooked numbers. And then the red is bad numbers and underbooked numbers, right? Yeah. When we're thinking about it operationally, we've been seeing a lot more white in those, in those red numbers. And it's, it's definitely encouraging, um, you know, for, to get you guys back to back to running how we really how we want you to guys guys to be able to run and how you guys want yourselves to be able to run so. absolutely and the, the sales sales team and the customer service booking team is working their tails off like usual and uh you know we've got a couple new awards on the way i don't want to i don't think i can quite say them yet but there's there's definitely some positive signs coming which is exciting and i wanted to make sure i shared with you guys um one of the reasons some of those things are changing is because of our service um, last week, we came in at 97.6. So far this week, we're at 98.1. So very, very good. Let's continue to push. We can't get complacent. We have to continue to push that. It's a, it's a huge deal. There are definitely customers giving us feedback that the only reason we're getting some of the freight that we're getting is because of our service numbers. So if you don't think it's a big deal, if you, you know, communicate with us or something happens and you don't, it's, it's a, I can tell you that it's a huge deal, right? You are the, you are the first person to know out there if you're going to make that load on, later on time. And we all know things happen. The number one thing that I want you to do, and I would challenge you guys to do is communicate if something happens that, that could potentially impact um, you, you being late to the receiver. So it's a, it's a huge deal. So, but let's keep up the great work and not get complacent. Um, with that, anything else you want to add today, Andy? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, I appreciate you joining. You did a great job uh, on your two-hour notice. Um, send me any topics or questions, uh, and uh, we, we appreciate you listening. We'll see you guys later. Stay safe. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.